You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, look, it's Locked On Mavericks for Friday, January 20th, episode number 73. My name is Mike Marshall. You can follow me on Twitter if you're into that kind of thing. If you're into that kind of online experience for yourself at Machine Sports, uh, he is Jacob Kemp. He is on Twitter as well, the completely free website, at Not Jack Kemp. And you can follow the show at Locked On Mavs, and I'll try to uh, remember to tweet when the show is available every morning. But if you're a regular, you probably know. You probably figured out our our patterns. We're not that complex of people. <laughs> um, every once in a while, we'll hit you with a 4 o'clock in the afternoon episode, but, you know, you can deal with it. Um, if you would like to hear your business being uh, spoken about at this very second in the podcast, feel free to contact me. You can hit me up on that Twitter that I mentioned, or you can uh, email the show at LockedOnMavs at gmail.com and get your, uh, your business, the name of your business, what you do, uh, the deals you can provide to the audience in front of roughly a thousand people every single morning. So there you go. Jacob, how are we feeling today, bro? Doing all right, man. We got another L. Yes. Hard stuff. earned, well played L. Um, and we got a back to back, which is even better. When you lose the front end of the back to back, it makes me so happy because <laughs> I know you're not winning the back end. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Mavs lose in Miami, 95 to 99 um weird little bugaboo that they've got with the miami heat over like the last five years and obviously a lot of it has to do with lebron james and Dwayne wade and chris bosh but even when the heat have been awful the last couple of years the heat have had their number um the mavs snapped their three game winning streak yes <laughs> uh i don't know you know it's nice <laughs> for them to get some wins i want them to kind of hover around look i've settled on the idea that they're going to end up with the seventh overall pick yeah, I can probably live with that. Which means just, that they'll be close enough, you know, for it to feel like, for the guys to feel like they're kind of in the mix, but they're not going to feel Yeah, like. the only thing I worry about is if they do get within, like, that two to three games of the eighth seed, and uh, a lot of these other teams in the West see that there's two weeks left or, like, ten games left in the season, and they just yank the plug out from the wall. And they're yeah. like, see ya. They start free falling out of the airplane, like whatever. That's what I worry about. I don't worry about like them being good enough to win, um, you know, 40 games or anything like that or get north of even maybe 35 might be my the highest I could see this team going. I worry about the other teams that are around them at the bottom of the West, um, namely your Pelicans, your Kings. Um, Nuggets wouldn't do it, I don't think, but mainly those two just yanking the extension cord out from the wall and going, done with this season, see you later, and just losing 10 straight into the season or something like that. But um, yeah, I guess we can rehash last night's game just a touch. Um, after the loss, the Mavs actually didn't lose on the uh, – or didn't, didn't, didn't move on the uh, 538 uh, prediction. They're still 30-52, and 52, um, just sitting below the Kings, who would have the seventh pick uh, if this plays out correct. The Mavs would be the sixth. And I did go to your, your fun website, Tankathon, and I hit the sim lottery enough 
enough times until the Mavs got the number one pick. So I'm not closing this tab for the rest of the basketball season. <laughs> I'm just going to frame, I'm gonna frame Dude, this laptop, actually. I got a hot effing hand on the Tankathon simulator. Oh, no. Wow. They need, they need me. They need me on those. Uh, up there need on you on that days. wall? On that Dude, podium? My first click is number one or number two every time. Wow. I'm telling you. Maybe they're just going off your IP address and telling you what you want to hear. Stay woke. Yeah, maybe maybe it's that might be it. Might be like whenever you're on a site and they're all uh uh hot milfs in <laughs> U- in in Ulis. I'm like ah, close enough. Hot local singles in Mantua. <laughs> like oh, that's yeah. not even a proper city. Like what do you how do you know about this? <laughs> Very hot singles in Westminster. Like I, that's not they don't even have a police department. How are you advertising them? But, uh, yeah, last night, the Mavs shot 11 free throws in a game, which is really, really tough to do um, for a full basketball game. Tyler Johnson in the uh, fourth quarter, he shot nine. So (laughs) it wasn't a matter of the guys just were like, ah, screw it. Y'all just go beat the hell out of each other. It doesn't matter. Um, So for another, uh, you probably look at most of these losses, and I might do that at some point. I might just bring up the basketball reference of all the losses and see – what the other team's backcourt did against the Mavs this season. I feel like last season, if you were going to get pummeled, it was like we just couldn't deal with a big. Like a big would come in here. Like last year with Hassan Whiteside would come in here and he would just murder Zaza. Especially in the second yeah, uh, af- second half. After the Zaza Achilles thing. Yeah. It got really bad. But this year, they have a different – at least they have a brand-new style of getting their ass beat consistently, which is not stopping the other team's backcourt and not protecting the three-point line. And uh, Goran Dragic made them pay for not trading for him <laughs> in, the, uh, in the Rondo year. Um, 11 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, he took over. It was pretty impressive. Um, and one question stemming from that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, why not put Wesley Matthews on him at some point? They did it. They did early in the fourth. They uh, early? Okay. Off the ball, I know I saw Wes on him a couple times, and it, you know, that's that's how I wish they would play every team. Yeah. Um, and the reason for that is what I something I wanted to get into, just briefly. It's more of a, I want this on wax than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did it a lot when Curry was in the game in the fourth quarter, and here's what I realized last night: Seth Curry is starting for this team next year. Yeah. That's very possible. That's very possible. He's he's their starting point guard next year. Yeah, because I mean, they're, they're, they're clearly they're, grooming him. I mean, and he's not – dude, I mean, I think he can be a league av- – I'm starting to come around on the idea that defensive efficiencies and all, he can be like a league average uh, point guard. Because, dude, think of it this way. It all depends on what you have around him. The mm-hmm. Celtics are like minus 10 net rating with Isaiah Thomas on the floor. Right. It's something insane like that. And he's in the All-Star game. Yep. I think. Yeah, no, he'll be there. Okay. He's not starting. He's not no, starting, he, but he'll be there. He'll get a reserve, whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, there are people that think he should, he's in top five for MVP right now, and his team gets scorched on defense when he's on the floor. And I don't think that Curry's as bad of a defender as Thomas is. So no, I don't think so either. Part of it is that you have Wes, and you probably would need another. If you're going to play Barnes at the four and Wes at the two, your three is cannot be Chandler Parsons it would have to be someone else who can yeah you know defend but you look at the market 
you look at the idea that Rick probably doesn't want a 19-year-old. I was watching last night, and I'm thinking, like, dude, he's starting next year. Because a lot of times when he's out there with D-Will, he is the point guard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they let they let D-Will play off ball pretty often. And the I mean, only thing – I ahead. mean, we, we, we've talked about the expectations for Seth in, in regards to where he is along in his NBA season. He still does, like, a bunch of really dumb crap. Um, like that foul on that Tyler Tyler Johnson corner three last night. I'm like, I, I appreciate the closeout. I really do. But you can't foul the dude um, late in a game like that to shoot for three free throws. And luckily, Tyler Johnson missed like two of them. But he still does some really dumb crap. But we've said it. We've put the bar proper for him and that this is the basically the ass end of his, his original rookie season. And I'd be really excited if they had some kind of big um, big plans for Seth Curry in terms of uh, molding him to be something more than – basically just something above his salary. Well, I think it's a combination of necessity and potential. I Like I said, I don't think the guy's Isaiah Thomas, but mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas was the last pick in the draft. Right. And he wasn't very you know effective, just didn't get a lot of minutes early on in his career. Isaiah Thomas is about to get a max deal after next year. Yeah. No, and he, he wasn't and, the same dude he is now until some one coach was like, you know what, just go raise hell. Like, He did the, play a lot more minutes early in his career, but I mean. That was with the Kings when they had like nobody else. And then he went to the Suns and he got jacked around quite a bit. And he got to Boston and they were like, we're going to figure out what you can do. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that that's his <laughs> that, that it's pretty absurd that I'm using that name, but I'm just trying to think of a guy who is a def, who's got defensive deficiencies, mm-hmm. who wasn't thought of as a guy who could be in, you know, an every game starter, mm-hmm. who is now thriving because his team figured out what he can do. I'm combining that with the idea, like what we said the other day, seems pretty unlikely that they'll play a rookie. And even though Curry is just now finishing like his 80. To 90th game in the NBA he's still like 26 he's been coached mm-hmm. by NBA coaches for four or five years like there's a world of difference between him and Fultz and it's not just that a guy like Fultz is way more talented it's that Rick would play one of them and wouldn't play the other mm-hmm. and outside of that you're pretty much playing like we said the other day the Jeff Teague George Hill game yep. and once they whiff on both those guys I think they'll try mm-hmm I just think they're going to whiff. Yeah. But, I mean, just if you – and I don't mean that like it negatively. I mean that like playing the odds. And once you do that, you have a choice. Do you want to go uh, sign up for another year of $12 million uh, for Darren Williams or whatever it would be, 10? Or do you just want to turn it over to this dude and be like, I'm going to focus on finding wings because yep. there are way more of those. Yeah, I, I'd be perfectly fine if Seth Curry, um, void of uh, uh, all the pedigree that Devin Harris had um, – if Seth Curry becomes the new Devin Harris and a guy that can start um, in certain seasons, depending on what your roster construction is, is your starter um, and is here for, you know, manageable salaries for the next <laughs> five years. Uh, I want to, I want to see what the future of Seth Curry holds. Um, yeah. Uh, the Mavs really lost this game in the fourth, fourth quarter because they couldn't hit a stinking shot. Um, Harrison Barnes, was uh, had one of his really rare bad fourth quarters. Um, he created, I think it was uh, like three possessions in probably like two minutes of time there in the fourth. And the Mavs, uh, when the Heat had came back, 
um, got on top of the Mavs, and the Mavs were trying to get that one bucket that would get them like within a point or get them tied. And Barnes missed some shots that he typically makes, quite honestly, that were just wide open, either step backs or uh, creating some space. Uh, he goes one for five in the fourth, and then they don't go back to him um, basically for the rest of the game. Um, and that kind of worried me because the Heat didn't have one single player that could defend Harrison Barnes. They they started throwing they started throwing uh, James Johnson, the uh, wild ass James Johnson at him, who apparently rumor has it he just showed up to Heat practices and started running point guard and they never told him to leave. <laughs> which is what I'm going to do someday. <laughs> sure. But they started throwing James Johnson at him, who's, like, super dirty and super edgy and, um, you know, plays really physical. And they thought, like, oh, well, they figured out what to do against Harrison. When in reality, he just missed some really good attempts. And I wish they just would have gone back to him, like, three or four more times in the final two and a half minutes. But they shied away from it. And um, Curry hits that wild-ass, like, busted possession two with – 218 left on the clock and then the Mavs don't have a decent possession again uh until 26 26 seconds left in the game and the Heat just uh keep on waltzing to the free throw line and um Dirk hits a three to make it close but I guess one thing encouraging to take care take out of this game is how swiftly they shut down Hassan Whiteside's BS like he went nine points real quick in the first quarter and then they were like, well, about, enough of that. Like, even if we're going to cut our throats letting you shoot threes, this ain't happening. You're not going to bully everyone around in the paint. And he finished with, uh, what, 13 and 8 um, and nearly 30 minutes for him. And Which is really, I mean, look, dude, it's <laughs> – I think Mejri has some, something to do with that. Oh, yeah, for I sure. mean, I'm super conf- – probably, like, outside of Dwight Powell, Mejri's the player I'm the most conflicted about on the Mavs. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, he's, like, 29 or 30. Yeah, I think he's 30 uh, now. He, he's not signed for next year, I don't think. Is he? No. Yeah, no. so, I mean, uh, I just don't see. know. I don't know what the guy can do. Like, he'll give you spurts. He seems like, a th- like, at best, a fourth big on a good team. But even then, what is that really? Yeah, I mean, there's like there's a hundred of those dudes. <laughs> that's right. A lot of teams aren't even carrying a second guy, right? That's a true center, much less a third or fourth guy. So he's non-guaranteed for a little over a million next year, which I bet they'll guarantee. I don't know how he fits into the mix, but when he's out, like he had a, uh, he'll save a couple balls, you know, from going out of bounds and fall mm-hmm. down every yeah, right every, uh, a couple times a game, and you're like, well, you know, this guy. <laughs> it seems like he's got a little something, but I, I don't know, man. I don't. Yeah, and I don't. if he's if he's gonna bring up other <laughs> other other players' uh, wives and uh, and uh, mothers in trash talk, I see I see that as a positive. <laughs> let's yeah. let's get more guys like that. Um, he did have that wild ass possession last night where he ended up like um, dunking it, um, and uh, I just yeah I don't know what the the ceiling is for him because I there are literally probably okay there's 450 roughly 450 players in the league i guarantee you there's about 75 dudes that are like fourth bigs um that can do a little bit more than he does um but we'll see um anything else on that game before we move forward no all right unless you Uh, want to talk about go get me goran dragic and then seth can be a backup yeah i really like dragic i'm really bummed that he's now uh he's now 30 years old um, cause 
he and Kyle Lowry, when they were in Houston, I was like, just go get one of them. Give me one of them. Um, and I can make something work from it. But now he's 30. He's uh, he almost exactly my age. <laughs> and I'm bummed because I feel like his career has been wasted for a dude that could have been a really stinking good um, you know, starting point guard on a team. But whatever. Enough woes on that. A um, couple notes. Pau Gasol broke his right hand, or his non-shooting hand, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know if he's left-handed or not. Um, but broke his hand, his non-shooting hand, during warm-ups last night. So if you're looking for some more uh, screwed-up situations to start sending players around in, um, the Spurs might be your target. You think, and, what are you talking, Pal? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea how it would work or if they have any like real contracts that they'd want to give up or whatever. But I'd listen, yeah, maybe Pal. But I heard. Spurs, I mean, I, do, I don't think the Spurs are trading picks for anybody. Probably not. And I completely forgot that the uh, the Mavs turned down like a first round pick for Powell. Was it last year? So Might they have been last say. year. So they say, right? Yeah, they turned down just a mound of an offer. It so was gotta... la- Yeah, it was last year because what they yeah. did is they turned down uh, they turned down a first round pick. So they say for Powell, and then they signed David Lee. Yeah. Who then That's... immediately took all of Powell's minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then they brought in David Lee and Powell's just sitting over there like, I thought it was worth the first round pick. Um, I do remember that. That seems like a lifetime ago. Um, one other note before we get to um, the All-Star voting, the player voting for the All-Star game. We should um, just do that Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, probably, we might carry some of it over because they'll probably announce the uh, the reserves. Was... But yeah, did, did you uh, – did you enjoy the uh, the work of a one Cristiano Felicio the other night for the Bulls, the big big center dude that looks really goofy? I've seen the highlights. He's like I he, they they've had this little run the Bulls have where they've been playing all like the Western teams, um, namely the Pelicans and the Mavs and the the Thunder, the teams that I work on, um, and sometimes the Spurs. And dude, he's non guaranteed next year. Um, I think they have to like throw him a qualifying offer. I think that guy would be a pretty good backup center somewhere. Like, I don't know a ton about him. I know he's from Brazil and he was like really fat initially. And he's basically like remolded his body over the last couple of years. But I've seen two or three games in which that dude's played in the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, he really, really wants to get the basketball on rebounds. <laughs> like he really Stinking wants to get the ball, and he doesn't do anything dumb. Um, You're about to try to sell me on 12 a year for a guy that I've never heard of before. Not, <laughs> not 12. Not 12. I'm, I mean, he's, he's like qualifying offers like one next year, so I don't know. Maybe I'm not going to get into Dwight Powell territory because, you know. But uh, I don't know. I just keep an eye on that dude. He's, he's super interesting. And uh, we'll go over like all the all-star voting um, next Monday. But I just wanted to tell you the shameless Dallas Mavericks that can voted. Can you tell me real quick how the uh, the voting works now? Just like, can you give us a 60-second? I think it's 50% fan, 50% player. Uh, the players don't have to participate. It's an optional thing. Uh, 324 of the players participated of a, you know, 450-player pool. Um, go ahead. Doesn't the media get vote? Yeah, uh, so it's just... It's, it's Fans, 50%. Players and media each get 25. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, the pie is cut up into 25s on that side and then 50% player. Um, and 324 players participated. 
um, which isn't a, I, I don't know, three quarters of your your employees participating, I guess. I don't know if they're happy about that or not happy about that. Um, but you can vote for whatever. Like, you can vote whomever, whatever position. And here are the four Dallas Mavericks that shamelessly voted for themselves because they had one vote. <laughs> and now that the players vote... And now that it's like it's almost like a discovery whenever you're in a court case. Right. Like like now that they vote and it's an official thing, they have to make the vote public. It's just like whenever uh, Evan Grant got flamed to death for voting for whatever, uh putting like Dustin Pedroia like thirty fifth on his ballot a couple of years ago. Yeah, this um, is great. <laughs> yeah. And so they put out every single vote that gets tallied by a player. Every single one. So there are you know, like twenty five dudes that got like one vote. Um, and then there's like 30 dudes from the guard position that got like one one or two votes. And so here are the Dallas Mavericks uh, on the roster this year that clearly voted for themselves because they have one single vote. Let's start out with... This is amazing. I'm looking at the entire list for the league right now. These are now... All of these are now my favorite players. Yes, dude. It's such a study in like psychology of... Uh, and like I can... Like Bogut got like four votes. Um, I'm assuming that's just the uh, the Australian mafia of like Della Dova and like Patty Mills all just like agreeing to vote for each other, but I don't know. Um, and then like Seth Curry got three votes, so what? Like his brother and him and himself, and then like I don't know who's their best friend out there. Clay, <laughs> yeah, Clay. <laughs> Clay's the third vote there. Um, but here's the four Mavericks that voted for themselves. Let's start with Justin Anderson. <laughs> Felt like felt like he needed to be represented in the All Star game <laughs> by himself. I'm I've had such a good year that I think I need to be in the All Star game. And you know who I should leave this up to? Me. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, second Mavs player. It gets worse though. It does. Oh, you know, it gets way worse. Like I know which one you saw. And that's why. I know Jeez. exactly. I know exactly which one you saw, which cracked you up. But uh, second, JJ Barea. Okay, nice little season. He's going to score uh, probably north of 12 points um, on the year for the first time in his career. Good job. Good little season, J.J. You know who deserves a spot in the All-Star game? J.J. Barea. You know who's going to take care of this? J.J. Barea. <laughs> um, the third Dallas Maverick that makes the list. And I'm surprised this guy honestly didn't get like, some kind of recognition. Like, yeah. I, he should have more boats than Bogut. He's played more um, minutes than everyone else. Yeah, and Dirk got 11, 11 player votes, by the way, mm-hmm. which is like tied somewhere around like 15 to 20th. Uh, Wesley Matthews voted for himself, and I don't hate that. Like, you probably needed to be represented a little bit. Um, I can't believe nobody else in the league voted for Wesley Matthews. Like, And it's not only like the all-star game representation that comes out of this. Like, yeah, I like to see like what happened, but I also love to see what, what players think of other players. That's a very valuable tool, obviously. Yeah. Uh, whenever it comes to like the off season, and then the final, <laughs> final one, which I could not believe, I hit like refresh like three times. I was fairly certain that they messed this process up, but uh, a one, I guess I can call him a Dallas Maverick. If you're like on a ten day contract, you can be like you get all the gear, I guess, right? <laughs> you get all the free gear, and like you get like. You know, the cool tape that goes on your shoulders, I guess that's free. <laughs> but uh, as as Pierre Jackson was being sent down to the Frisco, uh, probably in the Frisco locker room, 
they have locker rooms at the Texas Legends facility. Pierre Jackson decided that he needed to be represented on the All-Star ballot. <laughs> and nobody else was going to take care of this except Pierre Jackson. So there you go. That is the most shoot-your-shot moment of all time, <laughs> dude. Like, that is as good as it gets. I love, I love it. it. It's I perfect. like the rest of the list, too, though. I love seeing Evan Turner on here. Oh, dude, here, here are the notable names that voted for themselves across the league. Um, Paul Pierce, Matt Barnes, Chandler Parsons, Patrick Beverly, Darren Collison, Tyreek Evans, Evan Turner, Mike Mike Miller. You know my man Gorgie's getting in there. Oh, of course. He's got oh, a rep. But how about this? How many – okay, how many – I'll take this right now from you. How Over under, how many minutes has Chandler Parsons played this year? Total? <laughs> yeah, so think of it this way. They've played, Jesus, let's say, about know. 41 games. So an NBA starter would be playing somewhere around 1,200 minutes. Right. Right? Yeah. He's played 321 minutes. He has 114 points, and he voted for himself for the All-Star game. <laughs> the balls. He's, he's, he's more like taking it all into account. He's like, I have like an All-Star Instagram presence. So That's amazing. Uh, and this one you're going to love. The, fi- the final one that I just like fell over and like rolled down the <laughs> stairs. Rajon Rondo <laughs> voted, voted for himself. For the NBA All-Star Game. Just got to get it in. Sam Decker. Yeah. I like to think that somewhere, like, Delonte West is trying to vote for himself. <laughs> like, Jesus, man. I, I'm going to look at this list for the rest of, the, of time. I, these, are, these are my heroes. Willie Colley-Stein. Yes. Got to get in. <laughs> like, some of these are, like, just kind of sad, but other ones are pretty funny. Like, oh my uh, God. Maurice Ray Spates. Felton. Yeah, Ray Ray. Maurice Spates. feel like he needed oh, to be represented. Shit, that's funny. <laughs> Sorry, but that is... It's all good. That is just too good. Yeah. Now, obviously, the main story, which I guess we can talk about this more on Monday because we'll probably need some stuff, is somehow Russ is not... Uh, so we just got the starters yesterday, right? Yeah, just got starters. So the combo of that... Let's see. If you look at player... Voting, mm-hmm. uh, where did Russ finish? Number one among players in guards. Yep. Um, number what? Where is he among in the West he's, among guards? Uh, he's second overall behind Durant, and overall in, in uh in fan voting. I it don't, was the fan voting that kept him out. Yeah, Harden got more fan votes. <laughs> right. Um. That's yes. <laughs> so the starters, the West starters are Curry, uh, Harden, Durant, Leonard, and Anthony Davis. And Curry, Curry's what the problem is. Um, so, yeah, I guess it got weird in the fan voting. Um, those people just really love James Harden. And there's not that many people in Oklahoma, apparently. But, yeah, these guys, I feel like I just want to make a roster of these dudes that voted for themselves. <laughs> like, that's my new NBA 2K17 team. Is strictly dudes that voted for themselves for the All Star Game. What heroes, dude! I'm buying a Sam Decker jersey. <laughs> I don't care if he <laughs> plays for the Rockets. That's amazing. The reason I thought about Cristiano Felicio is because he voted for himself as well. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer Hawes, shoot your shot, dog. 
Richard Jefferson, <laughs> shoot oh my God. your shot. Unbelievable. Tim- you know Pat Beverly in his, in his, oh. as he's digging through trash on the bench. <laughs> Put, like, taking oh, together, taking a, a, a ballot. <laughs> taking apart car batteries on the bench. Just being mm. wild ass. Um, oh, and then J- Timothy Luwalawu voted for himself. Oh. One, one of your boys. Marcelo yeah, got, Huertas. Yeah, there's a high presence of foreign players on here. Oh sure. yeah, they don't give this an is F. Amazing. They they just laugh at they just God, laugh at Americans Americans trying to conduct a vote in general. Yeah, and they're just like ha ha ha, I'm gonna vote for myself. But uh, Ugh, all right, we might uh, we might make our best five man units out of these guys that shot their God, shot. I want to know the second person that voted for Nick Young because I. <laughs> <laughs> D'Angelo Russell, you know it's D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> D'Angelo you know Russell voted for himself and Nick Young. You know it's a make good from D'Angelo right. Russell. That's exactly That's right. what it is. All right, well we'll uh, we'll be back with you Monday. Um, when is the All Star Game, by the way? I'm sorry, NBA All Star Game because I, I think know. I don't know. I think that week we should just spend the entire week yelling at each other about the 76ers bet. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> you see who finished very high on this list? Uh, Timothy Luwalawu. No, oh. no. Even the players have uh, Embiid ranked very. Embiid might get in, dude. Yeah, he's just above Andre Drummond. What a treat! And Jabari Parker. <laughs> These are exciting young players that he's ahead of. He's ahead of Max Player Hassan Whiteside. Couple, couple brackets above Brooke Lopez. Get out of here! <laughs> All right, thank you for listening, guys. Jacob, have a good weekend. I'll see you in like forty-five minutes. We'll see you. Bye.